it would be Aaron and James. I don't even know why, but Thomas was just so funny this episode that I'm like, I'm bumping you right up to three. I like how you as a straight man have made a list of the men that you would like to meet in paradise and not any of the women. Oh no, of course we saw Joe. I know this podcast is a very big part of your life. You've mentioned it to me multiple times. Kind of a, you know, a bachelor nation groupie. No, 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 hold on with me, Derek. Name one thing that I said that's false, Derek. Don't insult my intelligence. All right, everybody. You're not going to get a high, Emily because I really clowned myself and I sold my Jonas Brothers tickets to Emily and then was surprised she couldn't record with me, even though the recording was set to take place during the Jonas Brothers concert. So I clowned myself on this one, but we have a much anticipated guest. Uh, This has been anticipated by him predominantly, but I'm thrilled to welcome the illustrious Sam Everett. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hi, guys. It's good to be on the podcast. Long time listener. Um, <laughs> long time hopeful. <laughs> you guys don't understand. He's literally applied to, to co-host the podcast. I didn't apply. I, is, but was being your friend this whole time just an elaborate ruse? Maybe. I think the (laughs) goal was actually for me to be out and you to host with Emily, but this is just like the unfortunate reality of the situation, you know? Yeah, but this is my audition. This is like that like old newscaster, um, just like kind of like working. Then they're like, we're going to bring in this this new guy right here. It's like the morning show with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. I haven't seen that, but I'm absolutely Jennifer Aniston. No, no, no. Emily and I are Jennifer and Reese, and you're like the weird production intern. (laughs) It's like, oh. All right, guys. Well, this has been much anticipated. Um, And if you know anything about us, you know that you're in for a treat. Um, And I'm going to say that out of all of the things that we could have recapped, because so guys, so Sam started watching The Bachelor because of this podcast. He listened to the podcast every week and then was like, I guess I should maybe know what's no, going no, no, on. No, no, no. I, I didn't listen to it until I started watching Matt James' this season. I listened to one episode, but I was like, well, I have nothing to go off of. <laughs> I don't know and what I, the fuck they're uh, talking about. But like the majority of the show is like, hey, like, look how pretty these people are. And they're right. But then I was just like, okay, like, I don't know what they look like. So why should I care? Well, the most chaotic iteration of the Bachelor franchise is Paradise. And so I feel like this is the one you're meant to help recap, you know, like it's absolute chaos. (laughs) This has been so amazing. Like as much as I liked watching um, Matt and Katie's seasons, they, they were just so boring. They were so boring and all like the other stuff, like everything like around them. I was like, well, this is just, this is just making me sad. And oh, I know. It only gets worse. And, but this show is just like, oh, perfect. Like, they're fine. Hot Whatever. people running around in bikinis. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I I watched the first episode, and then I didn't watch any until, like, I started watching yesterday. And um, I, I watched, like, two episodes before this one, just so I could okay, kind of okay. get caught up. And so I you had did not... your research for this job. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> okay. I had not seen the opening 
Oh yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> Which is so funny. And, it's pure comedy. <laughs> and Aaron throwing a football and hitting Thomas in the head is, it's great. The producers for the show are amazing. They didn't need Chris. You know, I don't know what's amazing though. It's like the same producers that produce the other two. So like, what the fuck is going on with the other two? Although I got to say, we'll get to it at the end, but I think Michelle's season is going to be good. But that being said, um, we should probably get into this because there were three hours probably. of it. Um, so we kick it off, uh, leaving off from last episode where we see that Ivan and Aaron are going to uh, fight over Chelsea, even though quite literally neither of them are that interested in her. Yeah. They just want to be there. I didn't get that the whole time. They get so close to each other at one point, And like, uh, I was sitting there watching it. And I was like, are they going to touch tongues? And then they didn't. <laughs> I was like, they probably like each other more than Aaron has ever liked Chelsea. And Chelsea has ever liked Aaron. Right. Like there was so much tension. But then, so the big first plot point of the episode was that Ivan specifically asked Chelsea to talk to him at last yeah. episode. And then this week when Aaron's like, dude, what the fuck? Ivan's like, Chelsea wanted to talk to me, dude. And he's like telling everybody that they're friends with that Chelsea wants to talk to him, making Aaron look like such a clown. And he did look um, like a clown. He looked Aaron, like a fool. Aaron looked like a fool and everybody was laughing at him. And like, first of all, that's our baby. Like, don't laugh at Aaron. <clears throat> yeah, um, don't you dare. Like, I have, even <laughs> from like the first day, I think the first thing I said about Aaron was... I don't know, that smile. And then I was like, <laughs> like how people go on to like, I don't know, get fame. I'd be like, I just want to go on to fucking be best friends with Aaron. I'll never take Jean's That's also why Emily wants to go on. So, um, <laughs> so basically Ivan's like, Chelsea wanted to talk to me. This isn't my fault. And Aaron's like, wait, what? So then he, like, I love Aaron, but he's kind of a brick. So then he yeah. asks to talk to Chelsea and they have a conversation about it. And Chelsea's like, no, dude, Aaron wanted to talk to me. Or she tells the girls this first. She tells the girls, the girls are like, you missed this whole thing. Like literally Chelsea is upstairs, like taking a shower, misses this entire confrontation. Yeah. Chelsea's just having a great time in her room. She's like, I have options. This is wonderful. Literally. And then Aaron is like about to like fist fight Ivan on the beach. And then the girls are like, Chelsea, you just missed this whole thing. And they're like, Ivan said that you wanted to talk to him. And Chelsea was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ivan, first of all, Ivan wanted to talk to me. And they were all like, whoa, that's not what he said. So then Aaron pulls Chelsea and is like, did you want to talk to Ivan? And she's like, no, let me be very clear. Ivan wanted to talk to me. And then they roll the tape. And it's Ivan very specifically at the bar saying, hey, Chelsea, can we go talk for a second? <laughs> it's so innocent. And I'm like, whoa. I, I think my favorite part was when Chelsea finally got to confront Ivan and she was like, hey, how's it going? And then she said, oh, yeah. And everyone's saying uh, that you said that Chelsea pulled you. And he just goes, what's up? What? Which is just the generic dumb guy sound for give me a second to think about my lie. Everyone's saying that uh, you pulled me. No, no, no. And then he like thinks about the lie. And this brings me back to a question I ask often on this show. Why do they not ever remember that every move they make is being filmed and is going to be aired on television? Like this is the number one place you can't lie. I would legitimately, when I was doing nothing else, I would just sit in the chair because I'd be like, you're not going to catch me doing anything wild. Like I'm going to be so well behaved. I'm yeah, not, that's I'm not you. Gonna, that's you oh, if well, you were on I a mean, beach full of drunk people 
you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to behave. You couldn't behave at Westcon. I'm myself like that. What? So, so the rose ceremony. What do you mean? So the rose ceremony. So they go to the rose ceremony and um, Aaron's like, Ivan's a clown. Like, this is ridiculous. So they go to the rose ceremony and Wells immediately steps in. They basically, like, they literally made Wells the intern this season. Like, they brought in all these celebrity guests, but then made Wells do all the dirty shit. Like, Wells had to tell them about everything that sucked about this. And then, like, Lance Bass just showed up and was like, hey, guys, and, like, (laughs) one date. I don't understand. So Wells comes in, and he's like, Ivan, I need to talk to you. At the start of the rose ceremony, couldn't have pulled him at any point during the cocktail party where they were all just roaming around. He had drinks to make. So he pulls <laughs> Ivan. I, 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 like, anytime that we see him, like, cutting limes, I'm like, what is he doing with all those? Like, like I feel There's, like they're just giving him something to do. And he, he just, like, finishes, and then he just throws in the garbage. I don't think that he actually makes the drinks anymore. He used to. The first season he bartended, he actually made the drinks. And every cast member was like, Wells is a terrible bartender. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> think that he bartends anymore. I think it's just for show. But I feel um, like the kid would just pay for some classes, but I, I'm not no, a part of the network. No. The comedy is if he's bad. Exactly. So, as the day goes on and they get drunker, then Wells starts to make the drinks. Um, yeah, yeah, they're like, they're not gonna notice. They're fucking, look yeah, at they're them. wasted. Look at them. It's <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning and they're already stumbling around. People don't care. Wells can make it. So then uh, they send him in to deal with the conflict. He pulls Ivan aside. Everybody in the cast is staring as they go sit down on like a chair and talk. And basically, we learn that uh, when the hurricane was happening where they thought they were going to have to like literally fly home, but apparently they just sheltered in place at a hotel for one night and then came back. The um, yeah, one, one night. They spent one night at a, like a La Quinta. And so I guess the, the story goes that Ivan found out that Alexa was there from Matt season. He really wanted to meet Alexa. So he got her room number out of a producer's phone and he quote, spent time with Alexa. Yeah. So we like, basically we were, we were, him making this desperate play for Chelsea is him wanting to stay on the beach long enough for Alexa to get there. Yeah, he was like, yeah, you know, I I went and I was uh we were hanging out on our balcony and then I just kind of stayed in a room for a couple hours and it's like, well, what what do you think happened there? Oh, fill in the blanks, what, Ivan. <laughs> what'd you do, Ivan? Come on. Tell us. Let us in. <laughs> so then he admits to this and Wells is like disappointed dadding him. He's like, how do you think it was right to cheat the system or whatever? He says crazy. I'm like, okay, this is a dating show. Like, it's not that serious. Like, I understand it wasn't great. It was fucked up. Like, we shamed Brendan for it. Like, I get it. Ivan should have gone home. But I feel like Wells was treating it like Ivan broke The Bachelor, as if three contestants this season have not done the same shit. So, yeah. So they go back to the rose ceremony. Ivan announces to the group what he did. It, like, literally, it was like when you when a dog pees on the carpet and they show the dog the pee on the carpet and they're like, no. What did you do? What did you do? What did you do? So Ivan has to tell them all what he did and it was all fine. I was like, okay, let's public shame him. That's fine. He deserves it, whatever. Then he goes, and I owe the biggest apology to Chelsea. And I was like, okay, we're on to something. Maybe he's going to apologize for like, you know, trying to play her for a rose, whatever. But then he tries to come out like looking like a good guy, but it massively backfires. He goes, 
you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to be presumptuous and say I would have gotten your rose tonight, but if I had, I wouldn't have accepted it. Yeah. No, you fucking would have because you want you to stay at this hotel long enough for Alexa to get here. So you would have said yes to Chelsea's rose. Yeah. It, it, it was just him trying to like seem good. And I feel like you gotta sometimes when you're like, things aren't looking good for me. And I definitely lied earlier about Chelsea asking <laughs> to talk to me. Uh, I need to try to save some face before I'm like no longer in the public eye of the show. And he did pretty poorly, to he be did honest. Poorly. And then we cut to an interview of Chelsea and she was like, the audacity of Ivan. And I was like, I love the way we're starting. Keep going. Um, she basically is like the audacity of Ivan to like play me and then be like, but I wouldn't have accepted your rose. First of all, Chelsea is a runway model. Yeah. If Chelsea is offering you a rose, you're bowing, first of all. But the most embarrassing and cringy part of the entire thing is that when he's like getting in Aaron's face about it and like making Aaron look like a fool, even though, okay, in Ivan's defense, was Aaron toxically masculine and looking like an idiot? Yes. He was. He definitely was. But like. But also he was kind of right. Yeah. And (laughs) when he went away, he definitely had time to talk to his buddy James, who really is. I, I was like, I was watching those episodes and I was like, what is James doing? Like, he's only <laughs> hanging out with Aaron and helping him with his problems and then not talking about his. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. like James just specked out in uh, like being attractive and being like pretty like emotionally intelligent and charming. Yeah. But so then, no one's like, interested. So no one's interested. <laughs> and, and everyone's like, he's too much of those three things. He's it's too much too of much. the perfect man. I have to go after Brendan. Yeah, um, the, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to it later, but regardless. So basically, the thing that was the most cringy is that when... So basically, we've got two two male friends here. We've got James and Aaron, our bros. And then we've got Riley and Ivan, our bros. So when Ivan and Aaron are getting into it, um, it's literally like sending in your second Riley's yeah. like Riley gets in Aaron's face and is like, bro, like go away, bro. Like there's the stairs, bro. And I was like, okay, this is getting to be much. Yeah. Like, was Aaron being toxically masculine? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Should we call other men little bitch boys? No, <laughs> but, no. Also, <laughs> but also he wasn't not being a little bitch boy. He was being a little bit of a bitch boy, and <laughs> but like that just kind of seems like 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 Aaron definitely has like a fucking head on his shoulders. Um, disclaimer, little bitch boy. Um, okay, we shouldn't call other men that. This is a joke. Please let me leave my joke in this podcast. Please don't complain. I want men to express themselves. Expressing themselves does not make men little bitch boys. However, lying and manipulating women does make you a little bitch boy and that's what he did so that's true also <laughs> little bitch boy is kind of yeah no uh, it's a, you know what it's, it's a, comedy it's comedy <laughs> it's comedy it, uh, like it, it's a good way to put it for like that moment because he's very like emotionally intelligent and like he's a smart and he like and like funny guy and but he just gets so angry like Honestly, so quickly Remember yeah, like the beginning head. of Matt's season where he like the first episode he was like <laughs> Hunter 
fucking hate you. <laughs> he's like, for no reason. Dude. Hunter was just there, and <laughs> Aaron like, was like, I "Fuck that do. guy." <laughs> um, hey. <laughs> No, the person I feel worse for in this situation, like Chelsea is a smart girl. She saw what was going on. Like she didn't need anyone to help her. She understood the situation. The person I feel the worst for is Riley because he like went up to bat for his guy and he was like, that's my best friend. Like he's a good dude, whatever. And then when Ivan fesses up to this whole thing, Riley is the one that's really giving him the disappointed dad talk. He's like, we are better men than this. And I was like, I was like, oh shit. The people I feel the worst for this season are Riley for being Ivan's best friend and Dr. Yep. Joe for being Brendan's best friend. Yeah, that was <laughs> positions to be harsh. In. Why would they do that? And, <laughs> and and it all just seemed, I feel like this was like the like last episode, but like it, that, that was just so, they were like, she needs this. She <laughs> needs this date. Go on a date with her, Dr. Joe. And he was like, okay. <laughs> like, I, I feel like Dr. Joe doesn't get out much. He's fighting a global pandemic. Exactly. He's working all the time. And she was just like, yeah. No, I felt bad. Emily and I discussed this last week. I feel like Dr. Joe and Natasha would be an amazing couple. And I feel like if Dr. Joe had been at the beach from day one, they would have hit it off. She never would have been with Brendan. Like her and Dr. Joe are a great match, but I feel like, unfortunately, she's just trying to like rid herself of everything associated with Brendan. And like dating his best friend would not be conducive to that. And so, that's a good move because he did not play it off well. No, um, no. At all. He was like, yeah, so whatever. Like, let's just and keep then, talking. And then he like ignored her the entire rest of the time. And then he was like sad when she picked Ed. And I was like, Dr. Joe, what did we do to prevent her from picking Ed? Like, what, what was the agenda? Yeah. So Riley's like, dude, we're better than this. And Ivan's like, dude, I know. And then he goes home. And then we give roses and Serena gives hers to Joe, Abigail to Noah, Marissa and Riley, Mari and Kenny, Becca and Thomas. Chelsea, Chelsea goes with Aaron. Aaron. Uh, Natasha. Look, can I just say that it, like seeing Thomas now versus when he was in Katie's season mm-hmm. is jump. wild. Big because jump. he Because they also just use him for giving exposition to things that are happening. Yes. Like, like other stuff happens yeah. with other people and they're like, Thomas, like... <laughs> tell us the news and he's yeah. just uh, he's just like i have everything i'm gonna say everything about this don't worry he's uh, so no which gossip. begs the question was thomas ever that bad or did aaron just hate him and then make it his mission to ruin his life oh 100 and i'm not saying aaron's wrong for that but like aaron's right for that but <laughs> aaron's a little bit right for that but there's not much i can hate about aaron but he's yeah so likable um, but then Natasha and Ed and then Tia at uh, the debate was that whether Tia was going to give hers to James or to hot new Blake, uh, but hot new Blake ended up being a douche. So she's like James. So Tia yeah, is the- on like a day after they were like, we had a great time. And then he was like, what do you want me to do? Not yeah. scream at you in public. <laughs> and she was like, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, so cute. Cause Tia gives him the rose and he's like beaming when he comes to get it. But then she like kind of gives it to him weirdly. Like I love Tia, but she's like almost like punishing James. But I'm like, he didn't do anything wrong. She's like, just so you know, like this was a hard decision for me. And I'm like, okay. And then she goes, but I think you deserve to be here. And I think that you deserve to find love. And I'm like, 
So is she implying not with herself? Which is fine if that's what she's implying. You can give a friendship rose. It definitely was, but it was it was a little weird. But then she goes on to get upset when he goes on a date with Anna. And I'm like, you, if I were James and a rose was presented to me that way, I'd be like, oh, she's not that into me. So like, I'll just go and do something else. Right. So she gives it to uh to James. Going, which yeah. means going home, our hot new Blake, uh, who's douchey new Blake, um, Damar, Blake. which is criminal because Damar really is the best and we didn't see enough of I, him. Yeah, I was like, man, if Damar came here earlier in the season, you would have killed it. I you love Damar. So well. I know you're like a newer Bachelor fan, but Damar has been on a couple seasons and he's like amazing. But we just, they just like threw him in this season for no fucking reason and gave him no screen time, but whatever. Yeah. And then Dr. Joe is also going home. So... Then we go to the next day and we're getting kind of caught up on all the couples and uh, it warms. She's like talking about all the different couples and Joe and Serena are making out and she goes, Joe is one of my closest friends. And I was like, it just warmed my heart because they, they host a podcast together, Natasha and grocery store, Joe. Really? I didn't even know that. They're really good friends, but we never see them interact on the show. I'm sure they interact on the beach and it's just not interesting enough television to make the cut but they're yeah. like really good friends in real life and so when she was like joe is one of my closest friends i was like finally some fucking acknowledgement wow i did I, I don't even think i picked up on that that's it's wild the, it's natasha grocery store joe and Tasha host a podcast called clickbait oh man i know well when i'm done with all my <laughs> serial killer podcasts i'll um I'll, I'll, I'll get right to it. All my serial killer podcast and your podcast. Relatable. Uh, <laughs> so um, then Wells comes. He's like, okay, guys, you ready for your last celebrity guest uh, host? And they're all like, yeah. And then as they're walking down to the beach, Noah <laughs> so comedically <laughs> just goes, it's Little John again. Him, it's Little John again. I wrote that. I was like, that. I was like, that was great. That was it's perfect. Little John again. <laughs> because this whole entire time, I've just been getting this like weird kind of uh, uh, vibe from Noah. I love Noah, especially now. for the fact that like I love, like I really do, like I love Abigail. Yeah, I want nothing but good things to happen to her for her whole entire life. Right, and I just keep on looking at him. I'm like, why is he? It, it just feels weird. Like he just sought her out the first time. When and... he said that he liked her because she was deaf. Never. Forget. Oh yeah. He was like, I talk a lot. So, <laughs> so Wells is like, you ready to meet your last guest host? And they're like, yeah. And, and they walk down to the beach and it's Wells. And it's literally, I'm so glad that Wells is the host because Wells should have just been the host for the entire season. How did but Wells it's... get down there so quickly though? <laughs> he announced it. He walked People... the opposite way. And then he just gets up. Hey, <laughs> just all the way down the stairs. It's like it's me. I'm the new host. <laughs> well, I was. I, there was a rumor. So, so Wells in real life is engaged to Sarah Highland for Modern Family. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I've never so there, watched it. So there, okay. So there were rumors <laughs> that that when he actually hosted, it was going to be him and Sarah Highland were hosting, and I was wow. like. That makes sense. But then Sarah Highland's not there. And this is the thing. It's literally like he's the intern. It's like someone higher up than him quit. So they gave him a shot at being the host. That's exactly what it was. Because he's put in weeks of grunt work. They're like, okay, fine. Like you can host the last week if you want. 
trying to think of the celebrity who they tried to get. His fiance couldn't come like come out that week. It was even like beyond that. I was like, I feel like it would have been like Doja Cat. (laughs) It's Doja Cat. It's Doja Cat. Kenny, the forty-year-old, is like who? (laughs) (laughs) All all the things about just like I I I really like Kenny. I'm like, dude, swinging around like you're a fun guy. However. Forget the fact that you're 40. And Mari's 15 years younger than him. Anyways, and Mari's. So, speaking of, we get a weird blip where Kenny is acting really weird, but of course he takes no accountability and blames Mari and says that Mari is not fully invested. It's like a two second blip. Well, well it was like exactly what, um, what is her name? Noah and Abigail were saying. No, no, no. Uh, Marissa and even Tia were doing. It was just kind of like the flip flop of that. It was a lot of people doing the exact same things. Um, right. It, it was wild. So we got a two second blip of that. And then Anna gets there from Matt James season. If you don't remember Anna, um, she's the one that accused someone else of being an escort. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, I, this is where I like paradise because I, I do feel, and Emily and I said it at the time, I do feel like Anna is a good person who got caught up doing something shitty and stupid and does it make it okay? No, it like really hurt this other girl's reputation and her feelings. And again, there's nothing wrong with being in sex work. It was just a mean rumor, but um, I feel like this, we got to see a different side of her. It was good for her. We got something positive, but anyway, so Anna shows up and this is always a weird time for people to get there because paradise is almost over. They've been there for like five weeks. People are coupled up. So not a lot of people are willing to go on dates. So she asks Kenny, she asks Thomas, and they're both like, no. And then she goes back to the stand and sh- where they all are. And she doesn't even know James's name. She just sees beefy man. And she's like, you, do you want to go on a date? And James is like, sure. No, no, they had, they had a little conversation, didn't okay, they? Okay, but like, it was mostly because yeah. he's beefy and handsome. Well, yeah, Which, I get. I mean, hey. James would be top of my list. It's fine. Really? Okay. Oh my God. He's so cute. And he's so nice. I mean, yeah, I get that. Um, I feel Well, first of all, Aaron would be top of my list. Yeah, Um, exactly. Let's not tell lies. Forget our boy. So who, who would your top three women be? And you can say women that have gone home too. Oh man. Um, I feel like you're an Abigail guy. You would want to meet Abigail. Yeah. It would probably be Abigail. Um, probably Demi I can't picture anything more chaotic really Really? (laughs) because so can I I love it I'm just like man we would we could like burn down a school or something I don't know we like (laughs) we got the whole weekend ahead of us (laughs) we could stay in tonight and burn down a go to the boom boom room you could burn down a school (laughs) go to the boom boom room really just take a sledgehammer to it it'd be wonderful um oh my god who you, else you get, you get one more abigail demi two very different people abigail and demi. yeah uh i gotta say T- tia it's probably tia i love tia i love tia I love tia, tia. I know you're a newer Bachelor fan, but Tia was on Ari season of The Bachelor. She's always been amazing. Like, she's so great. Okay. But she's Good. so underappreciated by the men of this franchise. 
Like, I'm like, Tia is a 10. She's a 10. She's a 10. And like, it's, it's, and I'm like, guys, you not hear that accent as well. Like, it's the sweetest thing I've ever heard in my life. You know, (laughs) she's my, she's one of my favorites. So, um, Anna asked James, James is like, hell yeah. And he like, doesn't even say anything to Tia first, which was like kind of awkward and weird, but also like, sorry, Tia, love you so much. But like the way you presented the rose to him, I would not think it was an issue to go on another date either. In the slightest. Right. So he goes. Good thing they never talk about it. (laughs) Oh, they probably definitely did. And the, and the producers were like, show us more of Marissa and Riley making out. Like, all right. So us Mari and Kenny getting their energies healed. <laughs> okay. So they Anna and James oh go on this date and because they can't do anything normal and someone at the bachelor is fucking kinky for food. <laughs> they become human churros. Not as weird as when Mari and Kenny um licked sour cream off of Mari's legs. Yeah, sour cream is not the first choice. Um and- <laughs> In the hot Mexico (laughs) climate. Yeah, in the hot Mexico climate. And I think it also just speaks to, like, Mari being like, what the fuck is up with Kenny? Because he literally ate taco meat off of my vagina yesterday. (laughs) He's like, he's like, you're pulling away. And Mari's like, you literally ate pico de gallo out of my belly button. (laughs) (laughs) What do you expect? There was so, chorizo in my asshole. <laughs> he's like, you're pulling away. And she's like, I'm still thick fishing guacamole from between my tits. Like, what do you want? So oh my God. Anna and James become human churros. And then they get snakes put on them for a massage. And I got to say, I liked James and Tia because I like James and I like Tia as individuals, mm-hmm. but there was no connection there. Like very clearly not. there's more of a spark between Anna and James, which is fine. Um, yeah. So I, I think, I think like, what did I write down here? Uh, I, I pretty much said like, J- like James and Anna are so adorable together because she's, just kind of neurotic and They're both just kind of boring yeah and and boring and he's just kind of low energy and boring but it's perfect because like that just brings it to like a little happy middle place yeah but my question is so i'm glad that you looked into that um from a relationship standpoint i didn't my question is <laughs> why can't they just get a fucking massage why do they have to be human churros why do they have to have snakes on them why can't yeah. Why can't they just get a fucking massage and then sit in the hot tub? Why? <laughs> I just have questions. I, like, why do they have to roll around in granulated sugar and then have a snake lick their eardrum? Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. Maybe there was like some really cool like shower where they could be together after and they just like wash it all they off. They could have just showered. It's like, that's sticky as shit. Like they yeah. were just pouring it out and it looked like sewage. Better than the sour cream for sure, for sure. But like definitely. Someone on The Bachelor is has some weird kinks. And if we're gonna get into like some kinky shit, let's get into like common kinks, not like human churro kink. No kink shaming on the pod, of course. Like yeah. be into what you're into. But like I just don't know that I need to see James become a human churro on television, you know? I he was he was the 
chodiest churro I've ever seen. <laughs> There's just like a very specific sector of the internet that is for this. And I'm so happy for those people that utilize that section of the internet. And they nope. all got hired for The Bachelor. Yeah, they all like, got hired by NBC. Yeah, but like, why did The Bachelor post the producer like job posting on like churro Pornhub? Like who was like in charge of the job posting? I just want to know. Anyways, <laughs> let someone check Pornhub and search churro and see if there's research. But anyway. Don't, don't you have someone for that? I feel like this shouldn't be my job. <laughs> I'm just... Just I just thought I'd I just thought I'd consult the experts on the subject. <laughs> so <laughs> then we go back to the beach, and um, uh, Sam, in case you haven't noticed, uh, we on the pod do not call McKenna McKenna because her name is spelled My Kenna. It's spelled M Y K E N N A. So Emily and I strictly call her My Kenna. Okay, good because I literally I was like My Kenna, and I I, I did a uppercase m and y and then kenna uh <laughs> to know how i was gonna say it Wait, sam i quite literally exactly typed capital m y and then kenna see this is why i could take your job so easily <laughs> <laughs> anyways so my kenna walks down the stairs and what i want to know this is another logistic question the producers need to get off of churro porn and do so, like, what is going on? Because we saw my Kenna. I don't know if this was in one of the episodes you watched, but we saw my Kenna at the VIP party like three weeks ago. She's been there for three weeks and they just waited this long to bring her down to the beach. Then they bring her down to the beach one week before it's ending. And like, my Kenna is from Peter's season. Like, she's from a fairly recent season. She's never gone yeah. to paradise before. Like, She's annoying, but like, she's good TV. Like it would have made sense to bring her down sooner. They made her like sit in a fucking hotel in Mexico for literally weeks before they brought her down. Yeah, that was, that was unfair. I felt like at times they could really just bring more people out and be like, all right, like, let's just shuffle some more people through. Like, it shouldn't be that hard. I doubt you have people like you don't have people on the wait list to just like right. come on over. So she walks down and she's pulling literally everyone because she's met all these people at the VIP party a few weeks ago. So she probably had conversations with some of these guys and the guys were like, oh, we'll see her soon because she's at the party. Like she's going to come mm -hmm. down soon, but she doesn't. So she asks like Thomas, she asks like some other people, they all say no. Then she asks Aaron, she officially asked, she asked those guys to talk. The only person she officially asks on the date is Aaron. And Aaron gives the most vague response of all time. He says, yeah, let's go talk, yeah? Yeah, no, let's go have a chat. So, he, but, but most importantly, he said, yeah, first. He said, yeah, let's yeah. go chat, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go have a chat first. I was that's like. Never, that's not a good sign. That's like when people like when in like middle school would ask like crushes to the dance in front of everybody. And then the person would be like. Yeah, like, let's go talk. And then, oh my God, she's so cringy. And I feel bad for McKenna because she's annoying. Yes, like I didn't like her on Peter season, but also she's like a cute girl. She's a nice girl. Like with most people on these shows, if they have a bad showing on the season they start on, I'm like, oh, well, I'm excited to see them in paradise because maybe I'll like them more, you know, whatever. So I was eager to see McKenna in paradise because I was like, oh, maybe I'll like her more. Yeah, I... 
my my thought with the whole entire thing was once Aaron was just like, hey, uh, I can't say yes. And she was just trying to like cry on the beach. I was like, man, this is amazing job by like the producers or whoever, because this, this was a test. This was a test to see like which one of these relationships is not the strongest and which guy is like most vulnerable to like go after someone else. And it was Ed and it was very obviously Ed. Yeah. Honestly, I I would have said Aaron too, though. No, no. I knew Aaron was going to do it because I, I, I was like, I don't think he, like I think he likes Chelsea, but he definitely doesn't love Mike Kenna. Yeah, but then he pulls much. Teal at the prom, so he's not that exactly. Chelsea. Yeah, exactly. Well, we've been saying like he was like, well, we've been kind of like stay like this for a while. So but you're saying he, he you're knew. saying you're saying Teal was worth the risk to him. Mike Kenna was not. Yeah, and he saw that his friend James was no longer like no longer like had anything with her. I think James is going to be totally like they're fuck, they're bros. They're going to love it. And Aaron and Tia would be much more cute, but like wasn't going to do anything with Mike Hanna. Wow. Men are amazing. Um, so then after she gets rejected, <laughs> she gets rejected by Aaron and he's like, it's nothing against you. And she's like, okay. And so she stands on the beach and cries. And then we see Ed who has previously told, I believe it was Anna, he previously told he wouldn't go on a date because he had been seeing Natasha. But then Mykenna, he sees her crying on the beach and men love to save women um, because, you know, Mykenna couldn't just have a fucking moment and cry on the beach and she needed a man to come save her. She needed exactly. She needed Brick Ed to come save her mental health. <laughs> so Ed, the walking, talking Brick, comes down to the beach and I will say it was a cute moment. He was like, I want to go on this date with you. I know you didn't ask me, but like, I want to go on this date with you yeah. and you're in a shitty spot. You came in late, but like, I want to go with you. I think it'd be fun. And she's like, I really just want to go home. And he was like, well, you can't get a flight out of here tonight. Anyway, you might as well go on the date. Like it was a cute moment. He was, he was definitely trying. And, um, she eventually says, yes, Natasha looks pissed. Um, which Natasha's just had a rough go of it. This paradise. Like, do I think yeah. that Natasha and Ed have the most amazing connection in the entire world? No. No. And I think, honestly, I think he probably has a better connection with Mike Hanna than he did with Natasha, but I just feel bad for, for Natasha because she's had such a rough go of it in paradise. Yeah. It, it, even from like what I've seen, like I saw her get the second chance rose and I was like, oh, like, I hope she finds love. But as soon as Dr. Joe came on, they had their little date. I was like, well, everyone just keeps on saying that she deserves this. It's not going to work out because they're just feeling this pressure. And then he's just going to be like a rebound. And then she's going to find someone else that she's going to make like a little bit more cling on to him. And that's exactly what she did. And I, I just wanted to be happy. Like, she she's going through a lot i know i honestly like i think she just needs to go home like not to be like a jerk but i just think like i love natasha so much but it's just like it's just clear that at this point something's not working you know and like i just think this group of guys is not for her like natasha's so amazing but like i think it's just time i think it's time for natasha but yeah 
Uh, my Kenna and Ed go on the date. They go rollerblading, which fucking thank you for having one normal fucking date this season. I mean, like, I would never go rollerblading on a date. You see that they had to wear the rollerblades when they were uh, going over to eat? Yeah, I did see that. I don't remember what my next note was about, um, but I just wrote Ed has no brain cells. I don't remember what I wrote it about, but I stand by it. <laughs> yeah, he, there, there's nothing behind his eyes. Literally wrote this note half an hour ago. Don't remember what I wrote it about. I stand by it though. I do kind of like Ed and my Kenna together. I think they have like a decent connection. So the date was fine. Nothing too insane to report on. No, they they'll probably find some someone new next like next time. I right. Don't know. So then they're all standing at the bar, and Mari's like, <laughs> Mari's like, they think Kenny thinks that I'm like not that into this. And I've got to show him that I am. And then on cue, a priestess shows up. No, no, no. A bruja. Didn't they call her a priestess? Yeah, but they also said bruja. I'm sure bruja probably is the technical term or they wouldn't have aired it. But doesn't it sound like it's a little offensive? That's also what I said. I said, is this okay? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm sure it is the term. I'm sure. But it feels like it shouldn't be. You know? Yeah, we can say a priestess. Yeah. Or a uh, I don't I, can't, I don't know. This is your podcast that we want. So the priestess comes to cleanse Mari and Kenny's energies. And Thomas is obsessed with the priestess. Every person he talks to, he's like, Kenny and Mari are having the most amazing experience out here from doing this. And I'm like, okay, like I get it like it's cool but like thomas like is jumping out of his skin that he and becca are not going to cleanse their energies with the priestess i'm telling you right now i think thomas grew up in in a cult uh just somewhere in the woods just (laughs) some super religious one where he was one of the only ones who made it out alive (laughs) and and i think that's what's just kind of behind his eyes all the time just all that knowledge of sadness and despair from his cult burning down. And uh, and him just like looking at that, he's like, oh, that's beautiful. He's also definitely tripped so much. But you guys wish that 30 seconds ago, I gave you a warning to skip ahead 30 seconds while Sam just took us down that rabbit hole about Thomas. I'm so, I'm so, like, you can kind of imagine it, right? Just like the white robes and everything. All right, I'm done. I'm All right. done. Anyways, I'm just going to host the rest of this episode alone. So uh, the two major developments are that Mari says she wants to be engaged. Um, that's She gets that from cleansing her energy. And then <clears throat> Noah says that he's falling in love with Abigail. And Abigail freezes. <laughs> now, we run into a bit of an issue with this later in the episode because Noah keeps like harping on the fact that he said it and she froze. Abigail's like, I didn't really understand what he was trying to say. Yeah. Like, I thought that he said it by accident. So I tried to like ignore it. Like, so the first time, like me and my boyfriend said, I love you, the first time he said it, I he was drunk and definitely it was an accident. And so I just ignored it because I was like, this isn't like the real thing. Like he'll say it sober when he means it, you know? So it's like, I'm just going to ignore it because I don't want to embarrass him. So I understand the mentality. But Noah is like, this is relationship ending. And I'm like, Noah, I think we're, we're, we're making some jumps here. Yeah. But all of this is going to come to a head. At the Paradise Prom. Oh, man. The prom, baby! Paradise Prom. Did you go to prom? You went to high school with, like, six kids. So did you guys have a prom? 
we, we had a school with like about maybe like 145 kids in the whole Total. entire school. My graduating class was 36. Um, so we all got to go to prom every single year. Um, and I think prom is so great because you think it's going to be the best night of your life. And it is for some people. But for most people, it ends up being the worst night you could ever possibly have. And uh, wow, I think you're projecting. I, I, I no, you're projecting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be the paradise problem where we now get um, our Aaron gem of the episode. We always get at least one. This time he looks at the camera and says, I've never been to prom before, nor have I been to the 80s. But based on the wardrobe selects, I assume everyone was a clown. Yeah, that was hilarious. Also, <laughs> no, no, that that was that was amazing. I was like, I can assume everyone yourself. was a clown. <laughs> yeah, like you don't have to keep proving yourself to us. <laughs> we love you. I, I so would die much. for you. <laughs> um, I, I also when they were like, I, I don't even know, like, do I like look like the eighties? I was like the only person here who even vaguely remembers the 80s is Kenny. Kenny's <laughs> like, no, that's not there. accurate. Like, <laughs> Kenny's like, have you guys <laughs> never seen St. Elmo's Fire? Come on. <laughs> like, he's like, God. Clinton. <laughs> I don't know. I was Clinton still. in the 80s? Clinton was no, the 90s. No, he wasn't, but he'd still probably be like, like, that was like in the time when he could be voting and stuff on like all these yeah, millennials, like 90 baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but being born in the eighties. So it's 2021, Sam. So to be 40 years old, he would have been born in 1981, which does not mean he would have been voting in the eighties. Okay. But he still had an opinion. <laughs> he's, he's nine years old. <laughs> he's nine years old. And in 1980, yeah, like, He's nine years old. He's like, we should elect a Republican. Am I right, guys? <laughs> so then we get some promposals. Uh, and Tia says of Jem, she looks at the camera and she just goes, I feel single as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, girl. I get it. I get it. I, I, think, like... I, she, I think she needed it. Because <laughs> she's like so hot that it's like, you have to understand what it's like to be like, you know, one of us. Yeah. Yeah, and she kind of she kind of like messed around, and like James was not feeling great like last week. Right, she needed she needed her moment. Yeah, and it just happens. Nothing bad. Uh, so then by this point, Tia has reached acceptance about James and Anna. She's like, you know what? I tried to force a spark there; it wasn't there. James is probably going to ask Anna to prom, and he should. And I was like, okay, Tia, coming through with the emotional maturity. We love to see it. She was in her feelings for a second, but then she came through. Um, and then Chelsea tells us that she wants Aaron to ask her to the prom. She always wants to talk to Aaron, but Aaron is always talking to James. Which, yeah, we all know. I also, I said, Aaron never went to prom because he got friend zoned all the time back in high school too. Um, Aaron is so fucking hot though. He's so, he's so, it's that smile and. He's so tan. And I'll be honest. I'm not a, like, I know, I know you guys love Chelsea. I'm not her biggest fan. Really? 
Yeah, it's like even since like Matt, like Matt's season, like when she kind of just got like kind of toxic and everything, I was like, yeah. Uh, uh, and even now, I'm just like, do you follow Chelsea on social media? Mm, I don't think so. I don't even follow Kate, like Katie Thurston anymore. After yeah, like last Emily season, and I, I promptly like, unfollowed Katie Thurston. <laughs> yeah, and I loved her so much, but like whatever she really she really turned into the girl in the cookie monster pajamas at high school in her season oh no you're right that's like a hundred percent what the vibe was you know oh yeah you know what her vibe was her vibe her vibe was um like 2014 samsung keyboard phone and like tie-dyed ray-bans you know I I'm gonna throw up. But like when I say that, doesn't that conjure such a vivid picture? Yeah, and it, it does. It, and it's a picture that I w- want to leave my mind. But you definitely um, dated girls like that, or like had, I, had crushes on you had crushes on the tie dye oh, Ray Ban uh, girls. I know it. Oh, hundred percent. Because I was they were in the plays. So yeah, well, you know they um, were there. And, <laughs> and there was only 36 I, in your grade. I was I was also there. And I was like, well, what do we think? And they still were like, no. <laughs> and, then they, and then they put on more China Ray-Bans. And I said, damn it. Oh, my God. So. And now I'm doing a Bachelor podcast. So they're sorry now. So <laughs> let me know, ladies. So they go to prom. Uh, Tia is hardcore throupling Becca and Thomas, but in like the funniest way. Like it's so good. Um, Kenny, only one that knows the songs. So that's exciting. And then, <laughs> yeah, Kenny was like, yeah. Yeah, you I remember these. Don't. All right. And then Tia is dancing with Chelsea. She's actively dancing with Chelsea. And Aaron's like, this is it. And he comes up and he's like, hey, Tia, can I talk to you? And she's like, sure. While she's dancing with Chelsea, he does this. Yeah. Aaron, don't say the quiet part loud. <laughs> like, <laughs> you couldn't have waited until she walked away. Like. I, I wish he'd gone like, hey, Chelsea. Tia. Let's go. Can you over here? Bye, Chelsea. Literally. So he pulls Tia. She's definitely drunk. Like the way that she was like, when he goes to hand her the corsage and she's like giggling and stuff. I'm like, Tia's definitely drunk. And so is Aaron. Oh yeah, for sure. I would be wasted the entire time if I was there. Um, and then they like make out, make out. And this is the couple that I want. These are my two favorite people. I want Aaron and Tia. I didn't know Aaron and Tia so bad. I didn't know it either. I didn't know I wanted it. And then I watched them make out and I was like, my vagina's dancing. (laughs) <laughs> like, I, why not <laughs> all right yeah she was like hey, it's tingling you know now look, look at it. With, with james there was nothing but with Aaron. um yeah no i'm i'm all down for it and then uh she they come back aaron's shirt is disheveled he has tia's lipstick on his face uh and we get in in the moment of chelsea and she says he can kick rocks barefoot <laughs> good insult from the 50s this is an 80s party uh <laughs> try taking that to the grease prom okay yeah 
Yeah. Um, and then Joe lets us know that it is fun to be back at prom. There's dancing, there's crying, there's pictures, which when he said it, I was like, that is prom. That is. <laughs> there's dancing, there's crying, there's pictures. You guys do know what prom is. This is a pretty good show. I'll keep it. Uh, then we do superlatives. Uh, biggest flirt goes to Kenny. Best kisser of toes, but um, goes to Marissa. Um, happily ever after. Couple most likely to to live happily ever after. Uh, goes to Abigail and Noah. Didn't age well. And then, <laughs> <Didn't age> well. <laughs> literally, like oh, literally, man. they announced it, and Noah was like, "Oh fuck, I got to do this now." They think we're gonna live happily <laughs> ever after. I uh, should have done this way before. He's Damn like, it. "Fuck, they think we're gonna buy a house." <laughs> uh, I guess I have to go through with this then. Yeah, so awkward. And then Queen and King are Joe and Serena. Yeah. Um, so well, we, then we get a like a little moment of Abigail, and she says. This is to producers. She's like, uh, Noah said that he was falling in love with me last night. I thought that it was an accident, so I didn't say anything back. I don't think I like really processed it until I got back to my room. And I really want to talk to him tonight and tell him that I feel the same way. And Noah's like, I have to break up with her tonight. While everybody is dancing to a slow version of Almost Paradise. <laughs> Yeah, it was just this beautiful comedy of errors and just misunderstandings. It was like a Shakespeare play. <laughs> like, it, 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 was, it was just wild. And I can't wait for them to like watch this back and be like, oh my God. It's a comedy of errors. And um, he has to talk to her. They go outside and he basically says that like he is falling in love with her. He means that but he feels like he's trying to force it with her and that the feeling in his gut is that that this isn't right. And he keeps saying yeah. the feeling in my gut is that you're not my person. And he keeps repeating himself. And he's like, I do feel like I'm falling in love with you. And, oh, and also like in his in the moment with producers, he goes, this isn't me pulling back. And then he fully breaks up with her. Yeah, that <laughs> it's just like, I, I remember we were watching that season and Matt just broke up with Michelle and he was like, like, I know like we went on a date last night. And this isn't me just like turning like a light switch on and off. And I was like, huh? kind of is my it guy. Kind of is. And this was kind of the same exact thing. And then Abigail's like, point, um, not that I'm personally projecting here, uh, but Abigail's point is like, 24 hours ago, you told me you're falling in love with me, but yet you're mm -hmm. saying this was not a rush decision because you've lost sleep over it. So which is it? Like, yep. did you mean what you said to me 24 hours ago? Or have you been thinking about this for weeks? Because both things cannot be true. And if both things are true, then you shouldn't have told me last night. Like you should have kept that to yourself. Um, yeah. So stupid. And they're so dumb. Um, they're so dumb, but also like, even after like, I'm sure they had like more of a conversation than they really showed, but like Abigail also kind of just like shuts down. Which I don't blame um, her. Like, what do you say in that situation when you're on TV? Yeah. You don't, you don't want to be the groveling girl that's like begging, you know? No, and she was not like, yeah, like, which is good. I'm glad she wasn't like, what was, what, what was her name? Like when she was talking to like Thomas and Thomas is breaking up with her. Tammy. Oh my God. Out. So awkward. Yeah. That, that was, just, and she was like, Oh my God. They're like, what can I do? What can I do? And it's just like, yeah, that's a moot point. 
Like, it doesn't even yeah. matter right now because he doesn't want to date you. Yeah. So he says, this doesn't have anything to do with you. And Abigail goes, I know it doesn't have anything to do with me. I didn't do anything wrong. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this yeah. is what we need. And then he repeats it again. He was like, I just feel like you're not my person. And she cuts him off and goes, I don't want to hear it again. You've said it enough times. Yeah. I was like, God damn. Go, Abigail. I know. I was like, yes, oh. bitch, shut it down. So she gets up and walks away. She tries to remove herself from the situation. And he hangs back for a minute. And then he gets up and tries to walk after her. Not in an aggressive way. Like, he's not disrespecting her space. But he's just, like, trying to keep the conversation going. And she's like, I need to use the bathroom. And the episode ends with her going in the bathroom and crying and he's sitting outside waiting for her. Um, and then we get into the moment of Abigail talking to producers and she's like, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if he means the things he's saying. I don't know if he was just having a moment of panic. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know either. This seems like it's something that's happened to him before. And he said in like week one, he was like, hey, like when I like do, go for something like I move pretty fast. And Abigail was like, well, I don't really move very fast with stuff. And he just seems to want to like lock things down and then just freak out Yeah. when it doesn't immediately happen. And then he's like, all right, if I can abort, that's probably the best way that I can like save my own emotions. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. I think I think I agree that it's like, he put himself out there and she in his brain rejected him mm-hmm. even though in in her head she didn't she was just like miss she like misheard or she needed more time or she whatever and now 24 hours later she's ready to return those feelings and he's like walls are up you know so i'll be interested to see how that plays out because i do feel like Noah and abigail could work in the real world yeah you don't no oh, oh my god is it just cuz you love abigail I just, I, I think Noah's weird and he went about it in like a weird way, like with like his just general approach yeah. to Abigail. It was kind of like, he was like, I'm, I'm only for, here for her. And it's like, okay, but like. Then date her, you coward. Okay, so who of the current standing couples would you say that you could see, like from an outsider's <clears throat> perspective that you could see like making it in the real world. Uh, Marissa and Riley. Yeah, I feel like they're very compatible. I feel like they're very compatible. Um, they're both kind of freaky. Want me to just go down this list? Uh, because yeah. I could definitely tell you like that. Okay. Let's see. Uh, T and uh, T and Aaron. Hundred percent. Really? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think he's just like funny. Yeah, Noah and Abigail, you're a no. Tia and Aaron, you're made out one time when because they were I, drunk. You're like, yep. No, but like, I like both of their personalities, and I think that it could go well. I don't know. We'll we'll see. You're like, I but, would date uh, both of them, so they should date each other. Who else? Oh, Thomas and Becca. I think, um, I I think they could last. See, they're a no for me. I think they're very passionate, but I think that like, do oh, I they're going to fight so much, but then I think they're going to fuck it through. <laughs> wow. That was really eloquent. Um, no, I think like, are they, 
I think like, no, I love Becca. You should watch Becca's season of The Bachelorette. I know you won't, but she was an amazing Bachelorette and she's so classy and beautiful and lovely. But um, no, I just feel like, do I think that Aaron deserved to absolutely roast Thomas for the entirety of Katie's season? No. no. But do I think that there was some merit to, to what Aaron was saying about Thomas being mm-hmm. fake? Yes. And I think that Becca is like a very genuine and like kind person. And I think getting into the real world when cameras are off, I think some of that other side of Thomas would start to come out, you know? So anyway. Oh, also uh, Serena and Joe, I hope they they stay together, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent on that one. I hope they do. I think they're really sweet. But, like, why is Kendall going to show up on proposal day? I mean, drama. Maybe she's in love with Serena. Yeah, that's it. She was like, so while Ivan was sneaking out to meet Alexa, I... Snuck out to meet <laughs> Serena. I snuck I sl- I sl- out to meet Serena, and we boned, so... Wow. Having a straight yeah. man on the pod is always a treat. Yeah, I can't wait to be never invited back. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's going to listen to this and be like, I've never run faster back to my job. So guys, that's the episode. Um, like a lot happened, Sorry, but also nothing in. happened like all at once. It was like a lot, but also nothing. It was, it was, it was three hours of very smart moves by producers. Um, yeah. It, yeah, I feel I, like and a I, particularly producer-driven episode. Yeah, and they did a good job of it. Uh, what was? Oh God! Wait, before we go, <laughs> there was one thing that. Oh, never mind. Yo, oh, no! Oh no, no! I got it! I got it! And I think this will be a great way to end the episode. It was. It was okay. during prom, and it was when Wells was uh just like addressing everyone and he goes two three four hit it and then it was the most somber sad music (laughs) (laughs) i love wells so much so the only news really to share outside the episode is that the um uh host for this upcoming season of the bachelor was announced it's going to be jesse palmer who was the bachelor way back in the day in like season five um mixed bag of emotions on this he was a former bachelor so it's clear that they're trying to take the route that they did with caitlin and Tasha of having someone who was formerly a lead host it that being said jesse palmer is a very white classic bachelor move and not that i mean all the bachelors were white except for matt james but i just feel like there were options that were maybe a little more contemporary there were options that were a little more connected to current bachelor nation exactly like aaron and james (laughs) can you fucking imagine (laughs) i think that would be a wonderful season (laughs) (laughs) that'd be so stupid that that would be the silliest season we've ever seen (laughs) the silliest (laughs) it would just be goofy and just a lot of bros just hanging out it would be like really fun It would be like The Bachelor sending a girl home and then Aaron and James deciding if they wanted to pursue her. And if not, she goes home. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but then they talk about it for like two weeks and then she's already gone. They're like, well, whatever. Okay. Um, The only other thing is that I'm sad to report that uh, even after I extended the offer last week, 
I received no DMs from anyone else that watched the premiere of Survivor 41. Anyway, on that note, um, thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, we're never having Sam back again. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Um, Emily, think about it. I mean, if you ever need to get rid of Kayla. Wow. Anyways, uh, go, if you are listening to this, you're probably already subscribed, but if you're not subscribed to don't insult my intelligence, wherever you listen to podcasts, follow us on Instagram at don't insult my podcast. Um, and please DM me if you're watching survivor, I'm alone out here. It's so hard. It was so embarrassing. I tweeted something about survivor. I got not one like, and then Twitter sent me a notification that was like, your tweet has been viewed 199 times. Great job. And then I clicked on it and there was no like acknowledgement on it whatsoever. That, that is, that is the equivalent of two, three, four, hit it. Bye. <laughs>